Frank knew Judson had also taken a great deal of literary license with his description of Calamity Jane, whom he described as petite and pretty and a deadly shootist. While it was true Jane could shoot the balls off a gnat at fifty feet, she was as plain and ugly as homemade soap. Though Frank thought her funny and entertaining after she'd had a few drinks of whiskey. One thing was sure, he thought as he looked at the cover of the dime book. She looked nothing like the woman on the cover. And Jane would shoot the toes off any man who tried to grab hold of her like the bearded gent had in the picture. Frank drained the last of his coffee, checked to make sure Dog was bedded down next to the fire, and lay back to read a few pages until he fell asleep. He opened the book to the first page and the title of the first story. Dangerous Dan Murdoch bites off more than he can chew. Hmm, thought Frank. Dangerous Dan Murdoch is a new character. Maybe this one won't be so bad after all. He began to read. Dangerous Dan Murdoch drank whiskey after whiskey as he sat at the bar in Wichita, Kansas, one Saturday afternoon. The more he drank, the angrier he became. Dangerous Dan didn't have anything in particular to be angry at. It was just that whiskey always made him a little crazy. A man sitting down the bar a ways got up off his bar stool and moved toward Dan, a lopsided grin on his face. Dangerous Dan, seeing the man grinning at him like a school kid, snarled, pulled his Colt forty-four, and slashed it across the man's face, knocking him to the floor with blood spurting all over Dangerous Dan's boots. This infuriated Dangerous Dan even more, and so he commenced to kicking the man in the head, which only made the bleeding worse. The bartender rushed out from behind the bar, grabbed Dangerous Dan by the shoulders, and pulled him away from the unconscious man on the floor. "'Why in hell did you do that?' the barman asked. "'That fool was laughing at me,' Dangerous Dan answered, scowling as he looked down at the man." "'He wasn't laughing at you,' the barman said. "'He was just coming down the bar to get one of those pickled eggs in the jar there next to where you were sitting.' "'Oh,' Dangerous Dan said, though from his grin he wasn't at all sorry. "'You're going to have to leave the bar,' the bartender said, ushering Dangerous Dan toward the bat wings. "'That's all right,' Dangerous Dan said. "'I was getting tired of this place anyway.' When he stumbled out onto the boardwalk running along the main street of Wichita, Dangerous Dan bumped into a young lady who was walking by with her arms full of packages. As the packages tumbled out of her arms and onto the ground, Dangerous Dan noticed the woman was extremely pretty. In fact, he thought her the most beautiful girl he'd ever seen. "'Hey, honey, what's your name?' Dangerous Dan asked, trying his best not to slur his words as he bowed and tipped his hat at the woman. The young lady gasped, and covered her mouth with her hand. Ladies just did not speak to gentlemen until they'd been formally introduced. When she refused to speak to him or to answer any of his questions, Dangerous Dan got even more angry, and he grabbed her by the arm, jerking her around until their faces were just inches apart. "'I asked you what your name was, little lady, and I expect an answer,' he growled, snarling like a dog after a bone." The girl's eyes opened wide as her face flushed with fear. I, I'm called Sweet Sue, she stammered. Dangerous Dan pulled her up against him, his thick black beard almost touching her ruby red lips. 
Well, sweet Sue, how's about a little kiss for old Dan? Sweet Sue stared at Dangerous Dan's blackened and stained teeth, and the thought of touching those hideous lips caused her to try and pull away, a loud scream pushing from her dainty mouth. Unhand that lady, you blackguard, a deep resonant voice called from the street in front of the saloon. Dangerous Dan couldn't believe his ears. No one dared to talk to him in that tone of voice, not if they wanted to go on breathing. He whirled around, still holding Sweet Sue up against his thick body. He dropped his hand next to the butt of his forty-four and scowled at the stranger who'd just spoken. The man was tall and lean, with wide shoulders and narrow hips. He was dressed in buckskins and had shiny black boots on that reached up to his knees. He was wearing a brace of pearl-handled Colt peacemakers, and he was scowling right back.